This is Awareness Explorers. Welcome, welcome, fellow explorers to Awareness Explorers. I'm your co-host, Jonathan Robinson, and I'm with my co-host. Brian Tom O'Connor. And we took a slight vacation since the last time we talked to you. We did an encore performance of our interview with Ajashanti. Hopefully you enjoyed that if you listened to it. I was surprised that even though I'd heard that interview four or five times, I got some new stuff from it, such as the value of listening to certain things over and over again. But today we have a topic that is a exploration for Brian and I, and we'll call it, um, what do we call it, Brian? I called it, well, in my notes, it says tuning away from the wrong stations. Okay. Or you could call it tuning into the right stations, however right. way you want to approach it. So our metaphor that we were discussing was that, you know, think of it that all of life is like um, the radio spectrum, you know, lots of different frequencies. People can tune into a rock and roll station, easy listening, heavy metal, bad news, good news. Everything's available somewhere on the radio spectrum and people choose what they want to tune into. Well, that's a little bit like life. And that people are tuning into different frequencies, different stations. There's there's love, there's arrogance, there's fame, there's fortune, there's hate, there's competition. These are all experiences human beings have that are kind of like a different frequency. And in a certain way, everybody who's experiencing love is tuning into the same frequency. Everybody who's experiencing self-righteousness, it doesn't matter if you're living in Australia or Finland or America, you're having a similar experience if you're tuning into self-righteousness. One of my personal favorite stations, by the way. <laughs> uh, and if you look at life that way, it, it leads to a lot of interesting discussions. So when we started talking about this, Brian, what, what struck you about this metaphor or about looking at life this way? Well, it seemed so apt and, and true that we that we actually can choose to tune in because it seems to me that there are sort of, well, like in the, in the metaphor, there are different stations that play on different frequencies and they're out there in the air. We have a knob that we turn so that our inner frequencies, our inner frequency matches the frequency of the desired station. And if you sort of apply that to life, you can tune into the fame frequency or you can tune into the what I think the big bugaboo control frequency, wanting to mm -hmm. make everything happen the way you want it to be, or the political frequency, or the helping others frequency, or the being of service, or the just simply the, the nature frequency or the beauty of the world frequency. And we can actually, we can actually vibrate in harmony with different frequencies that are out there in the world. Yeah. And you want to choose which stations you're listening to or receiving carefully. It seems that some are being broadcast louder than others. You know, the, they'll say that that some uh, radio stations, you know, have very little broadcasting ability. Some have huge broadcasting ability. And 
our culture affects which ones we choose first. So, you know, we live in America and in this one, money is very loudly broadcast as this is a station you should be listening to K M O N E Y, you know? And so people get lost in thinking that more money is going to make them happier or K fame, you know, the uh, people want to have fame, which is really interesting because the, the people who actually tune into that frequency, whether it be like a, a great musician like Bruce Springsteen or great actors, they say the actual experience of it is not fun. I'm not surprised. You don't have uh, privacy and people are always coming up and talking to you and having the same conversation over and over and over again with you, etc. Yeah, it's it's uh, people think fame is this wonderful thing that lucky people get, but I think it's a burden and and people who enrich our lives by sharing their art with us pay a price. And yeah. we should honor them for being willing to pay that price. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the prime minister of England during World War II? Um, Winston again, Churchill. Yeah, Winston Churchill said that Americans are very good at doing what's right after they've tried everything else. <laughs> Only Americans? Well, he was referring to Americans in that moment, but it's true really for all human beings. And what's interesting about that is a lot of times you do have to try all these other things in life, you know, fame, fortune, self-righteousness, uh, arrogance, making other people wrong, all these different experiences human beings have. You know, a, a very common experience now is people like to feel like a victim. You know, it's in the news, it's in our politics. And you'd have to realize this this is a frequency that's broadcast a lot. And people get lost in that for their entire lives. You know, they had something happen to them when they were five years old, which was unfortunate. And they spend the rest of their life feeling like I'm a victim. Well, that's like a, a frequency that you're tuning into. And it's very easy to get addicted to certain frequencies. They have a certain uh, addictive quality to them. And the higher frequencies, say love or peace or consciousness, tend not to be quite as addictive. It's almost like you have to uh, tune you have to tune yourself to these higher frequencies that require more energy or something. Otherwise, everybody would just tune into love, and we'd all be loving each other, and that would be the end of it. Yeah, and I think that part of the reason for that is that these let's just call them lower frequencies or problematic frequencies like mm-hmm. um, like control, money, fame, wanting to make other people wrong. They are drawing us out to them. And the direction that our attention goes is outward when we're dialed into those frequencies. But the frequencies mm-hmm. that engender the most peace, calm, and happiness are those which, for which the dial turns our attention more inward. Because when we have the idea that there's something out there that we don't have, that we're going to get, that's going to make us happy, that automatically is going to set us up on a frequency that doesn't make us happy, because that's not where happiness is. It's not 
out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, when I ask all these spiritual leaders, what is the purpose of human life? They all give the same answer. One is to find peace and love within yourself. And then the other is from your abundance, go out and serve the world. So it seems like the the frequencies of peace, love, joy, all those things are our first responsibility as human beings. How do we tune ourselves to those things? And, you know, lately I've been working with a lot of people who, who come to me and I guide them through MDMA sessions. And one of the things MDMA, the drug does, is it gives people an experience of love and openness. And part of my job is to have them really tap into that and and get comfortable with that vibration, with that vibration or, or experience, so that they can tap into it more when they're not on the drug. And when people can tap into a sense of love or peace more frequently, then the second thing tends to happen automatically, where you're just wanting to be of service. Now, if you skip the first phase and go to just trying to serve people, if you've seen people do that, they tend to get burned out. Mm -hmm. And they tend to, at some point, get depressed because you can't always change the world. You know, it's not it's not that agreeable to our our desire to change things. That's right. So, they they're tapping in. They're tuning into the control frequency, which is yeah. You know, and and you're right. If you are serving people because you have tuned into the frequency where we are all the same underneath, and mm -hmm. therefore, why would we do anything to harm other people? Compassion arises naturally and if we serve people from there then we're doing it because we know we're all one not because we're trying to control circumstances yeah yeah so in looking at the world this way i think the really important question is what are the frequencies that tend to give you the most trouble that you tend to be attracted to and spend a lot of time in that are not really serving you? And that's a really good question, and, and it takes a lot of self-honesty, or it takes asking your friends what they see. Yeah, I don't I, I don't go along with that one. I, I think that they're just going to tell you a story as well. I, I, I'm, I'm not with you there, but I think it is an excellent question, and I think that that the first answer that comes to my mind is a broad category. I would call it talk radio. Uh-huh. Say you more know, about that? Well, talk radio is all about words. It's all about language. It's all about concepts. It's all about ideas. And these are filters. These are ways to, to filter out reality through concepts. It's not, it's not what the world really or reality really is like which is much more unified much more one much less distinguishable between experiences when we can when we tune away from the talk radio the incessant stories we can start to experience 
wordlessly. We can start experiencing directly. So I would say the first category to tune away from is the larger category of talk radio. There's probably plenty of subcategories in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, there's there's a lot of frequencies. Uh, basically, almost anything that's not love or peace <laughs> it can be a problematic frequency. For me, I'd say, and I see this in a lot of people, it's um, the the frequency, I'll call it, to always be busy. Good one. Yes, absolutely. You know, and you see this, especially in, quote, the younger generation, which is basically, you know, anyone younger than us, that their relationship with technology or their phone is such that there's no real space between anything. You know, a lot of people are always busy doing something and not creating a space to just be. And that's a real interference with these things that we're talking about, love, love, and peace, that if if you're getting five radio stations at once, and you're trying to do all of them or listen to all of them, you're not able to listen to the uh, soft, sweet music that's playing very softly in the background, to use the metaphor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We can really find things to do to occupy our mind. The frequencies that are designed to help us not be bored are actually not conducive to peace and happiness. Yeah, yeah. You know, one that I notice and one that I fall into now, I'll call it, um, well, there's two. One is self-righteousness, like your feeling of separation. I have a, a, a certain problem with specific politicians and their followers. And it's really easy for me to fall into like the self-righteousness of thinking, you know, these people need to wake up and stuff like that. And I realize that think of that as a as a like a sugar high you know a sugar high kind of you know when you have a piece of cake or something it draws you in you might not feel good later but it draws you in and it kind of feels good and the same thing with this feeling like self righteousness that other people should be having a different view than they do that that gets me a lot of the time and i because I'm aware of it, I go, okay, let it go, let it go, you know, like that. But I'm wondering if you feel like that's a a big impediment, and do you see that around a lot? Maybe I just see it because that's something that I I struggle with. Oh, no, I'm with you there. It's, It's so easy to fall into. So the answer is yes, I see that in me, I see that in in others. And I think that what you said was that when you recognize it happening, then you can actually change the channel. If instead you turn the volume up and just get into it and do more and more, that, you know, forget about it. That's not going to help. But you need to know where to tune to, not just where to tune away from. Right, right. Um, and uh, one is just simply your body, your physical sensations without trying to change them and without trying to label them, notice them. The same with sounds, the same with nature, things that, because sounds just are, your body sensations just are, nature just is. 
there isn't opinion there. There isn't necessarily even identity there. You can sense your body without the thought, my body, my name. You could actually experience it directly without any of that stuff. So I would say tune into the more abstract, less identified. The stations that have less identity and fewer words are the best. I like how you said that when we recognize we're on a station that's not serving us, that you not only have to let go of that station, but you want to also know what station you want to tune to. Yeah. I think I've been weak on that. I think that's going to be helpful because it's very hard to let go of of one trapeze if you don't know that there's another one waiting for you, <laughs> so to speak. And And there's a lot of different things that you can tune into. And I think some some are more easily accessible than others. You mentioned like the body or uh, nature or a wordlessness. You know, another one that people can tune into, which I've been able to do at times, is the feeling of I don't know. Like oh, I don't yeah. know. What, I don't know what's best. I love that the I don't know channel. Tune into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't. In reality, that's an easy one. Right. Because we don't. <laughs> and because when we think we do, we're just strengthening this false identity. Yeah. Yeah. And and our real identity is huge. It's vast. It's not limited to personality, to body, to ethnicity, to culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's another station that I sometimes tune into, which is that everything's perfect. And what is interesting about that one is that that is one station. Now, in reality, you know, on on other stations, everything's totally friggin' screwed up. But there is a station in which everything is perfect. And I love the story of, of Ramdas's teacher, Neem Kroli Baba, where Neem Kroli Baba, his guru, is telling Ramdas, "Don't you see everything's perfect?" And Ramdas is complaining, no, there's kids starving and there's war. And, he, and the teacher says, no, everything's perfect. And Ramdas finally tunes into that experience that everything's perfect. And he says, yeah, yeah, I experienced that. And then Neem Karoli Baba says, well, go out there and feed people. There's people starving. <laughs> so it isn't only one or the other. But you, you make a good point, and it actually echoes what we said earlier, it's actually easier to be of service when you are allowing reality to be exactly as it is. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you have the idea that this is wrong, and this shouldn't be, you're actually creating an inner tension, an inner clutching against reality, which actually doesn't help the ease and the fluidity that you could apply to helping and serving others, which you can gain by letting go of that inner tension and clutching against reality. So that's the station to tune to, the one that where you let go of the idea that there's anything wrong whatsoever. And then, paradoxically, the opportunity to help improve things arises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a paradox. You know, another station which I think people are not aware of you know like 
right now we have a, a big fentanyl crisis. Over 100,000 Americans die of taking this dangerous drug every year, which is huge. I mean, it's it's a horrible tragedy. So people are starting to become aware that this is a problem. You know, fentanyl is a major problem. But we're not aware of certain frequencies that are a major problem for interfering with happiness or even getting anything done in the world. And one that I see so much of the time is the frequency of being a victim. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll call it poor me. And it's very tricky how it works because everybody has experienced something that's not fair. But you now have almost everybody feeling like we're screwed over and we can't trust anybody. And that the other party is screwing us over, or the corporations are screwing us over, or our particular circumstances are screwing us over. And it's hard to get out of because the mind is always focusing on what is wrong. So it, it, it has this reinforcement from the mind and reinforcement from politicians and reinforcement from radio and things like that. So it's really hard to get out of it. And there's something addictive about feeling like you're a victim. You know, it's it's almost it's almost a pleasurable feeling. Like, oh, poor me, you know, I've been screwed over. And and then people, misery loves company. So people tend to find other people who will go, yeah, yeah, you know, that other party is screwing us over or our company is screwing us over. And what makes it partly hard is that there's some truth to all of it. But it's not a good frequency to live in. It certainly doesn't lead to happiness. And it is kind of like a um, addictive drug that people sometimes spend their entire lives in. Yeah, what's a good frequency to turn to if you are turned tuned to that victim frequency? Good question. Um, I'm totally unprepared for that. And uh, let's, let's see. <laughs> well, let's huh? let's see if we can come up with one. Well, really, to some extent, any of the frequencies are better than that. You know, whether it be nature or love or peace or uh, a person's body or presence or uh, any of these things are going to be good. But an uh, uh, interesting question is, what might be an antidote, a direct antidote to that? And I think the best direct antidote to that is the f- frequency known as gratitude. It's like the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have billionaire people who are presidents who are in, in victim mentality all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they have everything, and yet they're still feeling like a victim. So anybody is, is it doesn't really matter where our outer circumstances is. Right. right. I, I'm sure Elon Musk feels like a victim most of the time. I, I've listened to interviews of him, and he does. Mm-hmm. You know, Donald Trump, you know, all these people who get, have everything, they still are just as susceptible to that frequency as anyone. Right. And and I know people who, you know, are have, make ten dollars a day and work really hard and suffer from a lot of things and they feel grateful all the time. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'd love to explore that a little more, the gratitude frequency, because I think that's such a great one. And the the victim frequency is the frequency where things have been done that have wronged us, that have harmed us. And they may be true. It may be true that that has happened. There are mean and cruel and selfish people in the world and people are harmed. And the gratitude frequency does not have to deny that. It does not have to say that's not true, but you Mm -hmm. can sort of hone in on even little things that you can be grateful for, like Mm -hmm. the delicious smell of a cup of coffee or a beautiful sunrise or the smile of a baby. And you can be grateful for these things, even if bad things are happening. And when you keep tuning the dial back to gratitude over and over and over again, some strange alchemy happens and you start vibrating in a harmonious frequency with the goodness that's out there in the world. And circumstances actually can change in an inexplicable way. Yeah, that's the whole basis of the law of attraction is that frequencies tend to attract each other. So if you're a victim, you'll attract other victims and you'll all misery loves company and you will experience life through these different uh, lenses, we'll call it. Whereas if you are uh, tapping into gratitude or love or inner peace, you tend to attract people like that and you start to look at the world through that lens and all those frequencies have more in common as well. Right, right. And related to gratitude, the one that I use, I call appreciation. And they're really very, very similar. Very similar. Um, But I practice appreciation. And I look for things that people have done really well. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it's just simple, simply a person who designed a store window in in a creative way, Mm -hmm. or, or written a book, or or created music, or or just said something witty or kind, or 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 helped another person. This, when you look for things in the world to appreciate, you're not so much focused on yourself and whether you're good or bad or talented or worthy or rich or famous. You are focused on things that you enjoy, things that you like. And there's really, I mean, the spiritual life does not mean you cannot enjoy the beauty of the world and life and other people. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was surprised, I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but when I interviewed 40 spiritual leaders for the Experience of God book that I did a bunch of years ago, one of the questions was, how do you tune into the divine or something like that? And the number one answer I got was through moments of gratitude, which really surprised me because I thought people would say meditation or you know love or things like that. And, um, and I think it's an underutilized frequency that's so available to everyone at every moment and leads to other higher frequencies when people tap into it. And I like what you said in that you don't have to deny that 
things are hard or that we are a victim of certain things to tap into it. So it's not about denial. It's about really presence of what what you see in your daily life and allowing that in instead of being overwhelmed by the victim or the busy or the other frequencies that tend to uh, scream at us uh, loudly every day. Yes, and when you become good at noticing things to either appreciate or to be grateful for, then they their frequency in the world starts to grow and you notice them more and more often just yeah. because it's a, it's a skill that 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 you develop yeah uh, and it's like when you're looking for a certain type of car you start to see it all over the place yeah exactly uh-huh yeah uh anything else about this metaphor that we haven't totally dissected well sure there's the frequency of getting other people to be different from where from what they are changing uh-huh. other people criticizing other people getting them to be different uh, and this is this is a a a frequency that will just lead to misery it's not going to help you whatsoever and the opposite frequency is related to a technique we've talked about on this podcast before the Lester Love technique. Lester Levinson created a technique where he mm-hmm. would look at a person that he might be angry with or have ill feelings towards and see if he can love that person, see if he can engender a feeling of, of, of love. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not always easy at first, especially people you disagree with, especially people who have harmed you. But if you sit and see, can I turn this feeling of criticism or desire for control to a feeling of love? Is there something in that other person that I can love? Then this is the frequency that will help tune away from that feudal change everybody else frequency. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that frequency. I was talking to a friend very recently who is uh, addicted to that frequency. And, you know, I do a lot of couples counseling and I see that, that, you know, people put their hope in that if I can get this person to change, then I would be happy. And I asked this friend, how long you been doing that with your mate? And they said, well, for 35 years. I said, what kind of luck are you having? They've never listened to me, not once. I said, well, that should be you know, a good indication to you that that's not going to happen. But it's so addictive. And I think this addictive quality of certain frequencies is an interesting way of looking at the world because this person is totally addicted to that frequency, but they don't think that they're addicted to that frequency. They think that if I could just get that my mate to change, everything would work out. And of course, that's not going to happen. So it's kind of like they're addicted to a very dangerous drug. They'll probably spend the rest of their life addicted to that drug, and they will miss out on all the higher experiences that life can offer. That's absolutely right. And that's why it's so important <clears throat> not just to tune away from that frequency, because it may be too difficult because yeah. of that addictive quality but to really actively 
tune into frequencies like the just for a minute, don't change anything frequency. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, a, a metaphor I use sometimes with people is, you know, if you're a, a trapeze artist, you're holding on to, you know, a, a bar trapeze and flying around. At some point, you have to let go of the bar and then you're in midair. And people don't, you know, even if your bar is, is uh, giving you misery, like being a victim or or needing to change someone, it's still known. And there's a comfort to that. If you let it go, then for at least some period of time, you're in midair, not holding on anything. Yep. And you hope that your direction leads you to the next uh, thing that you can grab onto. And if you know what you're trying to grab onto and you have a technique to do that, it's going to be a lot easier to let go of that initial frequency you've been holding on to. That's right. And if and if you're afraid of letting go of the known, then just start with a minute a day to practice tuning into the don't know anything frequency. But start yeah. small, just a little bit. And then right. gradually you'll be able to tune in for longer periods of time in that that frequency where you don't need to know the answers, where you don't need to analyze, where you don't need to control, where you can just be. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we tuned into the frequency of, of understanding today. Yes, and we tuned into the frequency of possibly thrashing a metaphor to within an inch of its life. <laughs> <laughs> I like that frequency. <laughs> Me too. It's fun. It pl it plays beautiful music in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a, a a great thing called the meditation frequency, and you have a guided meditation for us in that frequency prepared, right? I do, I do, and I want to do a couple of quick shout outs. One is you know people can support us and get extra stuff at patreon.com forward slash awareness explorers and it's all spelled out there what we can send you if you donate as little as a dollar a month and the other thing is you know i'm very proud of the at our our podcast uh web page awareness explorers.com that in the navigation bars the word meditations and we now offer like 120 free guided meditations some of them from you, some of them from me, and some of them from some of the most known spiritual leaders on the planet. And they're really good. I think all of them are good. And, you know, they have short descriptions. I say test ride a few and find the ones that work for you. They're all about 10 minutes long, more or less. And tell other people, you know, a lot of people are suffering out there with anxiety or depression or, or feeling like a victim or whatever it is. And these guided meditations are free and, and easy to access. And I think that they could be really helpful. So if you want to be a service to other people, uh, that might be a, a simple way of doing it. And of course, to be of service to yourself. Yeah, great. I'm glad you mentioned that. And uh, and yeah, they're, they're there on awarenessexplorers.com under meditations, or you can go to YouTube and search for meditations from awareness explorers, and they're all there too. Mm-hmm. 
And that was an experience of the tooting your own horn frequency, which uh, is one that I am not shy about, uh, for better or worse. But um, so let's get ready for a guided meditation using this frequency and and radio spectrum metaphor. And way to do that is first make yourself comfortable. If you can close your eyes, that's always a good idea. And just take a couple of slow, deep breaths. And if you imagine that human beings can tune into different frequencies from lower frequencies like depression and apathy and feeling like a victim or whatever to higher frequencies like love and peace and gratitude that that whole spectrum is available to us. And our job is to learn to tune our bodies and mind to frequencies that will bring us the most enjoyment so that we can then not only be happy for ourselves, but also be of great service to other people. But part of our job is to recognize when lower frequencies are our reality or are our desire, and to realize that we don't want to spend much time on those frequencies. So right now, I'd like you to imagine that you can tune into the frequency of having a lot of fame, what would it be like if you were experiencing everybody's focused on you? Perhaps you have experienced that for a short period in your life. And you can imagine that like these people like Britney Spears, Justin Bieber, all these people, constantly inundated with people looking at them, what that would be like. And you realize that that frequency doesn't feel very good to you after a while. And you decide, well, I can let that one go. I can let that hope go, that desire go. And then you explore another frequency called the frequency of being a victim. It's a very powerful broadcast nowadays. And you know people who spend their whole life complaining about stuff. And there's plenty to complain about. But they seem to almost like enjoy it, like misery loves company. And they get into looking at the world through the lens of being a victim. Poor me. And you can remember what that frequency feels like. It's not all a bad frequency. There's a certain feeling of comfort that I'm a victim and they're screwing us over 
And there's something about that frequency that people almost seem to like. But then they get lost in it. And their whole life is looking at the world through the lens of being a victim. And as you feel that frequency, you can feel its pull. But you decide to let that one go. Just take a deep breath and let go of allowing yourself to merge with that experience. And instead, I want you to choose the frequency of gratitude. That's a very high frequency. Really the opposite of being a victim. And think of something in your life or someone in your life that you feel grateful for. It could be a beloved pet, your health, or a person, or a teacher. And just allow yourself to tune your heart to that frequency of gratitude and thanks. And you might think of one more thing that helps you feel grateful to help you really tap into that frequency of gratitude. And from this higher frequency, it's easier to tap into another frequency, which I'll call the frequency of presence or awakeness, and that's a frequency of just being here, being with whatever is showing up in the moment without a preference, just taking it all in. Opening to the silence and the stillness of now. Imagine that you can, like a radio, tune up the dial, turn up the dial, the volume on being here now, on almost like turning up the volume on silence. And letting yourself melt and relax into that frequency as best you can. And as certain thoughts or static or other things try to enter that frequency, you just tune yourself to it. Relax into it. Feel that frequency in your body and open to it. 
And that frequency, the now frequency, the presence frequency, is always being broadcast, is always available if you know how to tune to it. So if your eyes were closed, slowly begin to open your eyes while also maintaining that frequency of presence, of silence and stillness. And when you're ready, maintaining a connection to that silent, stillness, presence, frequency, feel free to go about your day. Enjoy. Wow, thank you. I love that. It was, uh, I'm so glad that you brought in the frequency of presence and silence and stillness, uh, as well as gratitude into it. Uh, I thought it was great how you shifted from the frequencies that are troublesome into the frequencies that are that are peaceful plus in addition you had a lovely poetic uh, kind of a paradoxical statement turn up the volume on silence i love that <laughs> well you know it's interesting that statement or that phrase has really worked for me that uh -huh. when i'm really present it feels like silence is louder and yes. of course that makes no sense but there's something to it it is so true. I can really feel that when that happens. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think of it like like a concert hall before the music starts, mm -hmm. filling mm -hmm. the silence, just filling the whole room. Yeah. And then the sounds are simply something appearing in that silence. Mm. That's a beautiful way to put it. I remember Eckhart Tolle uh, was leading a retreat and uh, and there was just silence for about 10 or 15 minutes. And he said, uh, just, can you hear it? And, um, you know, there was a little bit of mumbling, like, well, what's he referring to? And he finally said, can you hear the silence has gotten very loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah anyways that was a fun exploration brian um yeah. as always it's nice to do these little satsangs in which both you and i and hopefully our audience benefits yeah i hope so and thanks everybody for listening i we really appreciate you and please uh you know don't don't be shy let us know if you have anything you'd like to you'd like us to know or you'd like to share with us and any subjects that you'd like us to explore so you know we get some of our ideas from our audience saying hey you haven't done something on this you know explore this topic so feel free to email us about that as well yep we'll be grateful and don't forget the most important thing which is keep exploring keep exploring Thank you for listening to Awareness Explorers. To learn more, you can check out our website at awarenessexplorers.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. We'd love it if you would post a review. 
And please share our link on Facebook and with family and friends. Because knowing yourself as awareness is the greatest gift you can give yourself or someone you love.